Welcome back to the Share Teaching Podcast. I am Susan, and you are listening to episode number 23, When to Quit Teaching. So if you know anything about my history of teaching, which you can listen to again in episode number three, my teaching journey, it is that I have quit my teaching job several, several times, meaning I have not stayed at the same school or even school district for very long. My first job and my overseas job are actually the two longest places I've stayed. And overseas, I actually got shuffled around quite often. So I was with the same district, even though they're not called districts over there, but I had different schools. So in my time overseas, I was in three different schools. So throughout my 12 years of teaching, I have been in five different districts and eight different schools, I believe. If I have to stop and think and count them all, well, maybe nine schools, because when I taught gifted, I was in two different ones. So I've had a lot of movement. And the reason for that is because usually I'm one that really does not like change. I like to just stay where I'm at, you know, give me, you know, the same grade level year after year, and I'll just work on it, perfect it. But for some reason with teaching, I kind of get a little antsy. And sometimes you just need that change, or sometimes there's things out of your control that cause you to need to change. So go ahead and listen to that episode number three, my teaching journey, and you'll know what I mean. I'm not going to go through the whole thing again, but really fast recap is that I was teaching first grade and I switched to gifted. So that was a different district. And then I went from gifted to teach overseas. And then while I was overseas, I was in first grade. Then I went to kindergarten. And then once I was in kindergarten, I moved to a different school and went to second grade. Then I came back to America where I was teaching fourth grade. And then I left that to work for a nonprofit which was a very cool program, which I've talked about here before. And then I went from that to where I am now, teaching second grade. And I've been here two years, and I've been at two schools. So it can be a little crazy, and your teaching journey can look a lot like mine, or it can look very different with just one school, maybe even one grade level for most of your career. Or maybe you're just starting out and you're realizing how absolutely crazy teaching is and how insane teachers have to be to do this year after year. But the good news is that sometimes we do get a little time to recuperate, such as summer, spring, and winter, right? But not always Like I'm teaching a month of summer school a month, so I get one month off for summer, and then I'm teaching for one month. So you know the second month of summer is probably going to be me getting ready for back to school, (laughs) and there goes the summer. But that's okay. It's what I signed up for. So the first reason I have for why you might want to quit teaching is usually the reason that makes me quit, and it is administration. So when you're thinking about your reasons to want to quit teaching, you want to look at your administration and how they make you feel as a teacher. The three things that I really want my admin to have is I want them to be supportive. I want them to have an open door policy. And I want them, this goes with the open door, 
be able to vent to them. Because if I can't feel like I can approach them and talk to them, it's going to be very hard for me to have some kind of job satisfaction with my work. Because I want to be able to go and say, okay, this didn't work right, or I'm not really happy that this is happening. Can you kind of explain to me your reasoning why we're doing this? And I want a principal that will have that dialogue with me. That's something I had with my first principal, and I didn't realize how good I had it until I had left. So when you don't have that from your administration, it can make it very difficult to want to continue teaching. And it might be that you just need to find that principal that you can really get along with, that you're comfortable with. If you're interviewing for a job, and I have a couple episodes about that as well, you want to really reflect on how that principal makes you feel. Of course, you're going to be nervous in a job interview, but do they seem like they might be friendly and approachable? If you kind of get a weird feeling that maybe they're just not the ones for you, then you might want to really think about that because having bad administration really makes the year difficult. It can be a horrible nightmare. And I have gone through very many principles that I don't want to say I've had issues with, but just that maybe I don't agree with things that they're doing or I don't feel I can approach them. And so that has made me most of my times have had to quit and find another teaching job somewhere else. The other thing that you want to think about is the staff and the teachers. So maybe your admin is so-so, but you have amazing staff around you and other teachers. And it doesn't have to be teachers on your grade level necessarily, but just the people in the building. So when I say staff, I'm talking about the office staff. I'm talking about the custodial workers, the lunch ladies even. Like, what is the vibe at your school? Is it friendly? Is it positive? Is it upbeat? Is that the kind of environment you want to be in? That's the things you want to look at because those kind of things are irreplaceable if you're thinking about quitting and maybe even getting a job at a different school. It's very hard. Trust me, I know after all the different jobs that I've had, it's really hard to find kind of that close-knit environment with everyone's very friendly. So that's something that if you have it, you might just want to, to stick with it. And maybe you just need a little bit of change with like a grade level or something like that. So for staff and teachers, we also want them to be so- supportive like the ad- admin. And that means, you know, like they're willing to work with you, even if they're not your grade level. Are they willing to help you and offer you advice or teach you the ropes? Like at my district, there's quite a few very confusing things and everything's an acronym. And I've been in teaching for a long time. But because I was overseas for so long, and also because it's a new school district, I don't know half of what they're talking about all the time. So to me, it's really key to have people that can kind of explain it to me, and then I can be like, oh, that was called this where I used to work. And then I can make those connections. But without someone willing to sit down and talk to me for a couple of minutes to explain that, it's really hard to figure that out. The other thing you might want to think about is the teachers around you, do they work as a team? Are they sharing? Are they flexible? And 
Are they willing to be a good listener? Because sometimes you just kind of need to vent. And are they willing to let you vent? Or are they just kind of like, take that somewhere else. I'm keeping my door closed. I'm not having any of it. The other thing that might be important to you with staff and teachers is collaboration. So that is kind of the heart of my idea behind shared teaching is because I've been at a lot of schools and I always seem to be missing that collaborative piece. When you see Instagram and other teachers have their tribe and their friends and their teaching besties, that's amazing. And that's what I want to have. And I don't usually get that where I'm working. So that, if that's important to you, you want to look at how do those teams work together. And you especially want to ask that in an interview to see if the principal is on board with kind of helping foster that collaboration or not. And then the last thing under staff and teachers is the ownership and flexibility. And by this, I mean, do the principal give any kind of ownership to the teacher in terms of schedules, content they're teaching. Now, I know we have standards we have to use, but are they very dead set on you using their curriculum? Or are you allowed to be a little bit more creative in the way that you teach things and the way you approach them? If you're allowed to do that and you are a creative individual, then that's going to be really important to you when you're looking for a new school or you're deciding you're just going to be done and you're moving on with teaching. Okay, the other thing is the students. Okay, so of course we always have those kind of students that are very difficult and maybe we would be super happy to not see them grace the door of our classroom again. But then we have the majority of the other students that we kind of somehow get lost at looking at, you know, just that one kid that maybe is causing a ruckus and is sucking all your energy. We forget to look at the other students. And when we really think about it, we might have more of a majority of students that are amazing and awesome and working hard that are kind of overshadowed by that other student. So think about as a large of your school population, how are students Are they friendly? Are they enthusiastic? Do they have a willingness to want to learn? Do they put a lot of effort in their work? Are their parents supportive? That can make a difference in how you feel about your job as well. So if you have students that come in, they're grumpy, they're not happy, they're not excited to be there, they don't have the support, it's really going to take a lot of energy out of you and kind of drain you. So is that the way the community is? Is that the way the school is as a large? Or is that just the class that you have that particular year? The last thing that I look at when I'm thinking about when to quit teaching is the job satisfaction. And I put this last because all of these things that I've been talking about go under your job satisfaction. Do you feel fulfilled? Are you truly making a difference at the teaching job that you're at? If you feel like all you're doing is pushing data and making sure the kids are there for attendance and you become like the attendance clerk or the dress code enforcer, then maybe that's not the right school for you. And the other thing is, goes with fulfillment is, are you enjoying the job? So if you're not enjoying the job, it might not mean quit teaching altogether. It might just mean you're not at the right school that's the best fit for you. 
And sometimes you do have to go through quite a different schools or even a few school districts to find the one that you are going to be the most happy with, that you know you can stick to it for a while. So those are the reasons I would say to find another school. Maybe it's difficult administration, difficult staff or teachers that are around you, the atmosphere of the students in general, and how the job is making you feel. So if all of those are not ticking any boxes for you and you're just like, I've had it all, I'm done with it, this might be the time you're finding a new job that's a teaching job, but just somewhere else to give you a different environment. And then if you still feel that way after making that change, then you might know that you definitely want to quit teaching. So other reasons, of course, to leave teaching are maybe you can get way more money somewhere else and you really need that stable financial income, which, believe me, I totally get. Other jobs have much better health care and better benefits, especially towards retirement. If they have an employer that matches like your 403B plan or something like that, Some school districts uh, used to do that, by the way, and they might still, but none that I have worked at in quite some time. So that might be another reason that you decide to just leave teaching. The hours is always a big reason because we all want to have more time at home, more time with our families. If COVID has taught us anything, It's that importance of spending time with family. So working this many hours at a job that we are just not loving gets harder and harder. And if we can have a job that pays more and gives us less hours where I'm just working, let's say, nine to five, and then I'm home and present with my family, not with a computer in my lap typing up lessons or grading papers, then it might be incredibly worth it to you. And then the other reason is stress and health reasons. Those are also two very big reasons why teachers decide to quit teaching because you you don't want to mess with your health, right? It's the one thing that you have that's most important that you have to have to keep. So if the job is endangering your health, then of course you might have to make that difficult decision to leave teaching. So I hope this kind of gave you a little bit of an oversight on what to think about. And I guess it's more not when to quit teaching, but when to find another teaching job. So if you have any more suggestions or ideas on what we should do if we're deciding to quit teaching or just move to a different school, or maybe you have a story that you want to share about when you knew it was time to leave the job. Go ahead and leave me a comment on this post at theshareteaching.com forward slash podcast, or you can also leave me a recording that you can send through the Google Doc that is also on the show notes screen. Thank you so much for being a listener, and I will see you next Wednesday with a new episode. Bye for now. If you've loved this show, then join me in sharing the teaching. Hitting that subscribe button. And leaving us a review on iTunes. So we can be found by more teachers like you who are ready to start sharing the workload. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Find new episodes each week on shareteaching.com. Thanks for listening to the Share Teaching Podcast.
when I think. First, second, let's see. Yeah, three? Three. And she's no longer with that school. She's with a totally different school district even. Being a good listener, <laughs> or not a good listener, 